Good morning, America. This is the Cats Roundtable. John Katzmann is here. Sunday morning. Well, with us today is Dr. Sky, otherwise known as my friend Steve Cates. And uh, he uh, watches a lot of science, and uh, he watches the skies, and he's one smart guy. Uh, good morning, Steve Cates. What are you seeing up there right now? Well, John, we got a jam-packed edition here on your show today, and I want to talk about something scientists are finding out, and it's unusual. Back on June 29th, the Earth Day was 1.59 milliseconds shorter. What does that mean? It means that the Earth's rotation is actually speeding up, and scientists don't really know why. Some think it's possibly due to something called a Chandler wobble. This was a scientist in the late 1800s that came up with a concept that said the Earth's pole wanders in a 14-month cycle. But digging deeper into this, John, I wonder what you might think. One of the strange forces in the universe is something called dark energy. We don't really understand it. What we think we know is that it's a force which adds velocity. So maybe, who knows, scientists don't know, I don't know, but speculation is always out there, that maybe some of that dark energy leaks into the solar system and does affect the Earth. I think that's fascinating, don't you? Uh, yes, I do, because, you know, as a pilot, and I haven't flown my... Uh airplane I sit in the back these days, uh, in 20 years at least, the runways are changing. Runway 19, uh, which is 190 degrees uh, 20 yeah. years ago, uh, might be runway 18 now. So Absolutely. I guess the wobble is also affecting where the North uh, Pole is, isn't it? Yes, it does, John. And the North Pole has another wobble, too. So there's little cycles within all these cycles. But it's just important to know, with all the things that people are doing on the planet Earth, that this phenomenon of the Earth speeding up is interesting. But it's good to know that you're a pilot, because we also, as Dr. Sky, as a business and broadcasting, we talk about aviation. And here's another story, John, that maybe most people don't know. Allegedly, the Hellfire missile that took out al-Qaeda terrorist leader Ayman al-Zawahiri, we heard that it was a Hellfire missile. Now, normal Hellfire missiles have an explosive charge on them. But how about this? We're digging deeper into it. And we find out that this particular missile, a variant of the Hellfire known as the RX-9, is actually not an explosive type of missile, but we call it a kinetic energy weapon. But even simpler, John, this is really bizarre. It's a weapon that comes out as it flies along to its target and has six cutting blades meant to take out a target with little, little that is, collateral damage. And on the lighter side, in the military, it's known as the Ninja Bomb or the Ginsu Knife Missile. So isn't that amazing that you can target something on the Earth, not have a lot of collateral damage, but it's like a buzzsaw. That's an amazing piece of technology used, of course, to take out those that want to harm America. That is amazing. Now, Al Zaharini... It was reported killed two, three years ago. Does it go after the movie, You Only Live Twice? Yeah. I mean, this is a whole strange story, and you got to give the guys credit, or the women, too. And maybe at the CIA or whoever's doing this, it took them years just to try to track down this individual. But the point is, today, as we meld together all these high pieces of technology, there's really nowhere anybody can hide anymore. So we see so many of these weapons coming out. But in that particular case, knowing all of, of course, the people across the country, and particularly New Yorkers that suffered so much from the 9-11 events, 
it's good that we hopefully can put closure to that. But, John, there's something else going on on the space station. You know, if you and I went up there, we might think, wow, we're up here about 240 miles above the Earth. But astronomers and space scientists, and particularly astronauts, are telling us that the space station's a pretty smelly, smelly place. Filled up with foul odors over 20 years, this gets a little detailed, with dead skin cells and crumbs. And the problem is nobody gets a good night's sleep on this ISS. But can you imagine? It's very noisy. These are very special people who can endure that. But, John, could you imagine if you and I or the listeners were going on a nine-month Mars mission? Just imagine how we'd have to deal with that. But right now, there's 10 humans in space. There's seven people on the ISS and now three on the Chinese Tiangong Space Station. Great information, I think. Uh, great information. And, and the good news is they don't have any mice, oh. I guess. <laughs> That's correct, John. And, hey, one last thing, if you want, folks, and I know you enjoy this too, John, the live sky, this particular weekend, a good time to look at that moon. It starts to grow. It's called the gibbous moon. But next weekend, the following weekend, we get the last supermoon of 2022. That happens on August 12th. It's called the full super sturgeon moon. And embedded in that, John, is a meteor shower called the Perseids. The moonlight will wipe out a lot of meteors, but it peaks right around the morning of the 12th and 13th, look into the northeast sky from 1 a.m. to sunrise. And if you see some of these microscopic particles from comets, consider yourself lucky. Some people think they're shooting stars. They're not stars. Even, and most of these, John, are the size of a grain of beach sand. That's even more unbelievable, don't you think? Wow. Steve Cates, otherwise known as Dr. Sky, thank you so much for bringing all of Americans up to date, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. 